Hello and welcome to the very first Denoising Creativity podcast. Uh, I'm George and this is Jake. Hello. And uh, yeah, this is, um, we've been wanting to do this for quite a while, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Uh, given the current state of the world, it's a perfect time. Definitely, definitely. So, I mean, the idea for this um, arrived probably before the whole COVID thing, but uh, we figured that COVID was probably a good time to actually get started. I guess we should probably start with uh, who we are. Um, I'm actually going to let you start with that, Jake. Fair enough. So, yeah, I'm Jake, and I, by day, I'm a full-time sound recordist um, at a communications agency in the West Midlands. And sort of outside of that, I'm a f- mainly a photographer, but also I do a bit of video and stuff like that. So, yeah, I went to uni, um, guys, like four, five years ago now, is it? Something like that. And that's uh, to study sound engineering and music technology. And that's where I met George. So that would be me. Uh, I am uh, a, well, by day, I'm a digital marketer. Um, on on nights, I say on nights, by night, um, I am a freelance photographer, videographer, uh, and YouTuber content creator in general um and i also went to do um music technology at the same university as jake which is where we met as i said um we yeah i mean it's been what four years since since yeah. uh yeah it has been around that uh, which is a long time day in in one n was it one n 50 Something like that. Some weird name. Something like that. Some room. Something like yeah. that at the University of West of England. In Bristol. Yeah, so that is, that's that's who we are. That's a little bit about us. Um, in terms of, I don't know, in terms of kind of photo, video, audio stuff, professionally we've been doing this for, what, a year and a half, two years now, I think. Yeah, so I've been, uh, do what I do um, for three years full-time you know as my day job but um outside of that i guess we've we're not that far into the whole world of it really but we're making a strong start so yeah we're very much at the beginning of it all yeah yeah definitely i mean in terms of um in terms of like being in the the kind of like the beginning of our our creative journeys like i didn't properly pick up a camera until i'd moved into this house and i'd got a little bit more creativity um, I've had a DSLR since I was 18, so since before uni, but, <laughs> and this is the kicker, despite living in such a fantastic city such as Bristol, I didn't make the most of it from a, a photography or videography standpoint, or even from any kind of content creating standpoint. Tell me about um, it. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't until, uh, yeah, it wasn't until getting to kind of like living in my own place where I really had a, a chance to kind of get all of that creativity and and do do what I wanted. So um and this will kind of segue on to one of our things that we want to talk about, which is uh gear. Yeah. Um when I when I got my Canon M fifty, that was really where it all kind of like kicked off and having such a a decent piece of kit, obviously now it's a little bit old, but it still stands up in my opinion anyway to a lot of a lot of the other gear that's out there. But Having that in my hands really kind of like fueled me to um, pursue photography and videography um, as well as YouTube. And YouTube wasn't something that I wanted to do, 
Um, but I went on YouTube to find out what lens I should get. And the first, the first thing that popped up, I know exactly. And the first thing that popped up was a video by a chap called Peter McKinnon, who surprise, everyone knows. Surprise. surprise, surprise. He's everywhere now. He is like the, the, the guy when it comes to that nowadays. Um, yeah, so I watched a video of his. He was less than a million subscribers by that point as well. Mm-hmm. So he's come a long way since then. Um, and then I, after binging quite a few of his videos, I then thought, well, actually, the vlogging thing is quite cool. So that's what I started off with. And it's come a long way since then. But that's kind of like where I started in terms of creating content. So that's the thing with, with your sort of way in was very much more uh, curiosity and hobbyist. I would say, wasn't it? Yes. Um, whereas, personally for me, I started, I was very lucky to get a very good industry job pretty much like six months after uni, which has allowed me to um, really like delve into a lot of different areas that um, I probably would never have ever, ever, ever had experience in. So that's oh, for sure, yeah. That's how I've become probably quite well-rounded in the field, um, but not, you know, haven't explored those things in huge detail, but I've got a good basis of a lot of things. But my curiosity in photo wasn't started until I started at my current workplace. Um, I didn't even own a camera before I started. I didn't know what a focal length was. I didn't know, you know, I knew nothing. And that's in a way quite good because I, I was able to focus on something at uni uh, in sound and then do that in my day job, but also get a lot of experience in the visual world as well yeah and i think in terms of like you said that you were quite lucky to get that i don't know i don't i don't always believe that luck plays a full part in something like getting a job like that i think obviously like you did well at uni um and you've definitely got like the ear for the audio side of things so i think that was definitely definitely a good a good place for you to start for sure i would say luck in as much as yeah i mean i worked hard at uni we all did mostly um but yeah it's, not it's, not everyone worked that hard at uni i mean no. yeah we had no. it easy let's let's be honest we did yeah we, oh we totally did but the the luck comes in the fact that this company i work for is was was 20 minutes and still well yeah still is 20 minutes from a house which in this area of the country is very very unusual so i'm sure it was the same for you george that when when you left uni that um it was kind of like oh i'm gonna have to move to london then or manchester or you know something yeah pretty much i mean when i left uni i worked for what was it i worked for i worked for ovo pretty much straight out of uni which is a little and was a little energy company now quite a big energy company um whilst my partner bella finished her third year of uni and then we basically um upped and left bristol that summer and moved back to Milton Keynes, which is where I still am. And there are a few production houses here in Milton Keynes, but I mean, there are a few and they've got typically long standing members of staff who aren't going anywhere for a bit. You know, they've got their job, they're pretty set in there. And like I say, because there are only a few, they're not going to be going anywhere. So for me, I don't have anywhere like that, which is why I work where I work, doing what I do. Um, I'll be honest, like, I mean, the 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 work is fine. It's interesting. I find the whole digital marketing side very interesting. But at the same time, I'd rather be taking photos, making videos, all that kind of stuff, rather than doing that. Uh, but hey, 
It's just the different places that you end up based on, I guess, where you live. I think, yeah, I think geography takes a lot into it. You know, it, it's a big say in what you end up doing, but that's where the luck thing came in for, for me. But I don't, I don't think it's a limiting factor, obviously, at all. No. So I guess this is all kind of like a roundabout way of saying uh, how we ended up with this podcast and um, and kind of having a mutual interest in, in uh, photography and videography. Essentially, like, neither of us really... Um, kept in contact with each other really apart from the group chat messages that occurred probably once a week or something. Um, but eventually we discovered each other through Instagram and that we were both taking photos and posting them on Instagram. And we were both like, Oh, you do photos. Like, oh, you do photo. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we kind of like message and ever since then we've been, you know, talking and kind of sharing ideas and creatively like bouncing off each other, which has been really good. Um, and then it's got, it got to the point of where on my first freelance gig, I said, Hey man, you do this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and see this kind of stuff all the time. I could use a hand. Uh, are you up for it? And ever since then, it's kind of like been this little, uh, duo. Ever since then, yeah, it's just kind of been like this little this little duo of creativity that's worked out quite well. I think we have very similar but also very differing opinions on a lot of things yeah. to do with the industry in terms of camera gear, um, what is worth investing your money and your time in. But at the same time, I think that makes for quite a good mix of, of ideas and creates a well-rounded result in the end. Well, I think that... Um... The sort of benefit of the of both of us being in the jobs we do and having the experience we have got is we both favour different aspects of it all. Like fundamentally, we both got audio kind of was where it all started, but we both George is more orientated towards video. I would say you know the YouTube channel and stuff like that, and I'm more lean towards photo because that's what I enjoy. So I think I think we've both got very different expertise in very different areas, um, but equally both enjoy all the areas if that makes sense so i think probably a good a good thing to discuss and you already talked about it a little bit haven't you george um is kind of our inspirations and you know the people we've seen online and in prints and on tv and stuff that their work that has inspired us to actually do this um and pursue it um, with our main careers and outside our careers so george tell me about hello your top three content creators and why you like them. Oh, that's really difficult. Uh, why have you given me a top three? Now you've got to... Okay, I'm going to twist it. I'm going to say instead of top three, I'm just going to do three of because I can't... Yeah, true. I don't think I could ever say which one is my favourite because I like them all for very different reasons. And it comes and goes, your interest, doesn't it? It wanes. So, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Go for just three of the your faves. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, um, right, so first up, uh, I almost don't want to say it. What? <laughs> almost don't want to bring his name up again. Um, okay, so <laughs> okay. first up, like, in terms of, I guess, YouTube inspiration is probably, um, again, Peter McKinnon, like, the person that really kind of got me into YouTube and turned me on to a lot of other creators in the kind of photography videography space 
such as, you know, uh, Casey Neistat, Matty Hapoya, Chris Howe, who's phenomenal as well, uh, Jesse Driftwood, etc. You know, the guys like introduced me to so many other channels and wasted so much of my day watching those channels. Wasted. That, yeah, like definitely, definitely up there. It's not wasted, you know, at the end of the day, watching those videos, you're learning something, um, you're hearing somebody else's opinions, you're, you're constantly growing. So it's not really a problem. And you're entertained um, at the same time, which I think is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like the so dude successful. is hella entertaining. Like, yeah, his videos just come with so much energy for right from literally the very start. So that's always good. Um, another creator that's extremely inspiring is uh becky peckham so um the youtube duo becky and chris but as much as i i love both of them as content creators um becky probably because she does pretty much all of the organizing for all of the photo and the video stuff and she's an incredible photographer and videographer um has her own style has really created her own style and has mm -hmm. um her own like unique view on everything and yeah so they're probably i say they because you know they are a duo but mostly mostly you know becky so peter mckinnon betty becky peckham and i guess if i was to pick i'm gonna i'm gonna try and stray away from youtube because although it's where i spend most of my time um in terms of photography and videography when it comes to kind of i guess if you're going to put it back to like Instagram and stuff like that, um, mm -hmm. this is a really, I'm, I'm, this is a really tough one because I've got to choose one. I've got to choose one person here. Um, oh, could be one name. Oh, it's so difficult. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, it's just gonna have to be James Popsis, isn't it? Yeah, oh, you've nicked that one from me. I mean, it, I, I, for full transparency, it was a toss-up between James Popsis and Thomas Heaton. You've nicked that um, from me. I think it's, you introduced him to me. It's your That's fault it, for yeah. telling me to go first. Um, so, yeah, I think in terms of like inspiration for like photography stuff, as much as my general style is completely different, um, they're definitely one of the inspirations to be creative, to get up and go, to go out and shoot um and to use a well-used phrase to learn make repeat so yeah those are probably my three biggest inspirations that took me way too long to get it all out so jake it's your turn well yeah like i say you've uh you've nicked james pops this from me because i think he's absolutely class um so i'm still going to keep him in my top my top three definitely uh, i think what i like about him is that he's being a photographer, freelance, with all his composite stuff as well, and um, made it very successful. But his content stays grounded and stays uh, relative to that. So, you know, whether it's like a, a review of two camera bags, one that's 20 quid, one that's 300 quid, or a peak design clip versus a Amazon Basics clip, you know, on, on a bag clip or whatever. I think they're, they're very useful things. But at the same time, he's given everyone information that's, valuable and you can apply to your own stuff um yeah and then my sort of next inspiration and he's not massively well known on youtube uh but he's just like his content's just fantastic is jamie windsor because he goes into more of the sort of 
scientific and theoretical side of things and talks more about rather than talking about focal lengths and all that stuff talks about the psychology of what you shoot in and composition and color and exposure and stuff and i think that's quite neglected in the uh what was his name again jamie windsor jamie windsor um but he's fantastic and his, his quality is top class as well excellent i'm going to check him out thanks for the recommendation there you go win-win uh and then so yeah then one f- not from youtube because um, that's not where everything is these days, is I found him on Instagram because he, uh, I'm big into music photography and live uh, events and stuff. Um, and he, I saw some of his work, he does a lot of work for NME, of all um, of live gigs and stuff like Glastonbury and all this stuff, um, which is Andy Hughes. And I think the reason I saw his work was because I was going through like Arctic Monkey's Instagram page and his, his work was on there and it just, you know, one thing led to another. And I think he's just he just captures energy and mood so well, and um, he's like consistently just fantastic. And yeah, I think his, his works works uh, brilliant as well. So those are my three, George. Um, you've even got a free recommendation out of that. So that's but you didn't expect that. I did. That's one we haven't actually discussed before, which is kind of nice. Yeah, cool, um, cool. And I mean, there are so many different creators out there who are constantly inspiring i mean me both of us but like um you know people like people like daniel schiffer james matthews who are phenomenal like handheld b-roll i mean there are people who are going to like cringe at the kind of mention of that but in terms of like in terms of like the creativity behind the shots that they pull off like oh it's brilliant yeah i've not seen many people do stuff like that like they're they're absolutely insane, and I mean James Matthews, for instance, is putting out phenomenal story-driven content constantly on his channel um, and his Instagram, and that's that's like really inspiring to see. I mean, I don't know about you, but I find it really hard to balance the the drive and the positivity to continue creating when you're also balancing a full-time job as well um yeah it's quite taxing on it, both your creativity and like your your mental activity at the same time yeah i mean i've well i've been talking to you about this recently it's it's very 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 easy to get burnt out and although it's um it's, it's a privilege to be able to do what we love uh as a day job as well as a outside of work um career it's 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 hardcore because it you know it, every day you're kind of absorbing all this information and learning things and producing things and then you kind of you want to do it uh, for your own stuff outside, but sometimes sometimes you just don't want to you just burnt out and that's completely normal and that's how I feel or have felt in the last few months, especially with all of lockdown and stuff and it's it's a weird weird time to be uh, doing what we do because you. You, yeah, you physically couldn't go anywhere to do what we do. Especially as we can't kind of bounce off each other. You know, we can't, you know, we did actually meet up when the lock, like the housebound lockdown was, was, uh, we did. What, de restrict, unrestricted, de reduced, lifted, reduced, softened, lifted, lifted, words. Uh, yeah, so we, we did meet up when it was lifted slightly, which was really nice. We went to, what was it, Clent Hills? Yeah, Clent Hills, Kimbridge, all around my neck of the woods. 
Um, so yeah, I went up there and, you know, it was really, really nice and rejuvenating to be able to, to go out and shoot again. Um, and especially going to somewhere new, which is probably a topic probably all in itself to be fair that we'll probably oh, we'll discuss that one at length i think discuss that one at length at some point for sure so one thing uh that is quite a prevalent topic at the moment is kit because you'd have to be pretty blind not to see all of the amazing cameras that have come out in the last few weeks and months and a, a lot of longer weighted uh, camera stuff but that we definitely will talk about st- stuff like that in the next uh, episode or two so personally i started out with a nikon d3300 probably three or four years ago it was my first camera with kit lens and i've i took probably some of the, my favorite images on that I, you know it's i took it with me everywhere because i was obsessed with the thing and you just do capture the best stuff when you don't expect to but i quickly outgrew it because i got much better and much more interested in the whole thing. And I made a quite a vast jump to, well, after Googling everything to death uh, for about six months um, and talking to everyone I work with and anyone who knows anything about cameras, I went through all the different camera systems, Fuji, Canon, Nikon, Sony, and I finally settled on Sony. And I haven't looked back, actually. it's a very expensive, uh, yeah, very expensive line of cameras to get involved with, but they're just fantastic. And in my personal opinion, aren't beaten yet. Although maybe we'll see in the next few months what the previous releases uh, become. But that's where I'm at. Uh, I use some adapted lenses, some native lenses, and you know I'm not doing anything. I'm not spending loads and loads of cash. I'm just spending money when I have it. And kind of just getting by with some of the lenses I've got, but they're fantastic and I'm happy with the results. Um, so, George, what do you use? So similarly to you, I started with a cheap DSLR. Um, I used the 1100D, which is what kind of got me into it. Um, but here and there. And then when I kind of picked up the camera properly and started going going out and taking photos and, you know, people were saying, oh, you you're doing quite a good job there. Uh, I was like, maybe I should get a better camera. Um, so I did. I got the Canon EOS M50, which is a much better camera. I spent a while kind of researching different cameras. The a7 III, I don't think, was out yet. The a7S II was on the cards. But the only reason I didn't go for it was because it didn't have a flip-out screen wanted a flip-out screen for doing, yeah, like, youtube stuff. Uh, I was in a band and, and vlogging our tours at that time. You know, we went over to Germany to play Euroblast, and I wanted a camera that could really capture that and any photos, etc. So that's why I picked up the Canon M50. And then throughout kind of my journey on YouTube, as well as, I guess, freelance, I've also picked up more of a keen interest in video which is actually kind of flipping back now to photo at the same time so i picked up the blackmagic pocket cinema camera 4k the bumaka when it came out uh was it last may i think it was that it came out was it um yeah i think it was last may 
that that came out. Um, and to be honest, like it has it, it has its drawbacks. It doesn't have any IBIS. It's micro four thirds. Um, it doesn't have any autofocus, but that's the camera that it is. It's not a run and gun camera. Well, it kind of is. It's not. A, you, you know what I mean? It's it's a very good camera for the money. Like it's what it's around about a grand, and you get. <laughs> Full 4K DCI in lossless quality, like Magic Raw, like ProRes as well. But like you can't, you can't fault the quality of that camera. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's very good, yeah, very good. And like the shoots that we've used it on, it's definitely like held its own for sure. That's a fantastic bit of kit. You can't deny it. Um, and then there's a 6K version and all that, and rumors of a full frame version. Who knows? Okay, so that's a little bit about us. It's a little bit about our inspirations, who we are, what we do, and our kind of position in the industry, the, kind of like the creative industry. It's not really subject to any one particular realm. Um, I hope you kind of enjoyed this this first little podcast that, that we've done. Um, this one's quite short and sweet, uh, obviously because we're, you know, we're talking about ourselves and no one likes doing that. However... On the next podcast, we are definitely going to be touching a little bit deeper on the gear because we're both massive gear nerds. We both talk about gear pretty much all day, every day. Usually me, usually me asking Jake what he thinks of this decision that I potentially could make in about six months time um, and him telling me it's a terrible idea. That's usually how it works. We love photography and video gear. We love talking about everything to do with it, specs, prices, all of that jazz. So don't forget to tune in next time on the next episode of Denoising Creativity. Um, mm -hmm. Until then, we'll see you later. Bye.